Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Bold Podcast by Legendary Youth. I'm Rose. And I'm Brianna. And today we are going to be talking about a lot of things. <laughs> Canceling <laughs> culture and religion. Canceling culture? Yes, we okay. cancel culture. Okay. okay. The, the church culture because a lot of people don't understand it and we're going to explain it. And our special guest today is um, our pastor, Pastor Ruben. And we are so thankful and honored that you are here with us today. Yes. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? <laughs> I'm so happy to be here, guys. This is uh, awesome. This is a blessing. Um, and yeah, I'm just so happy to uh, to be part of this podcast and speak about something that's so close to my heart, mm-hmm. which is um, which is religion and culture and and that conversation that um, that really is a, is a generational uh, topic for so many years and um, so many questions and concerns and. Um, I'd love to talk about this and just kind of clear up a lot of stuff that's out there and mm-hmm. and um, just bring it bring it to uh, bring bring it to today and what we're doing today yeah. as Christians as young people um, how it affects us but at the same time how it could be a blessing to us as well so just happy to be here today. Sounds good. Sounds good. So I think that one thing that um, youth in general have that is church is so boring <laughs> like i know when i was younger it's so boring you guys well, don't go <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> please go <laughs> i know that when i went to church as a little girl i went for food honestly like <laughs> i, I was like that. they're gonna be bomb food so i'm Popusas, gonna yeah. tacos, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly i was like i love to fellowship i love to eat i can't wait for that two hour <laughs> part that there's like food and stuff and then for service, I was like, worship is cool, but the word is kind of boring. And then also people like Oof. the judgment of people. It not that it, I mean, it would hurt me, but yeah. it would like I would feel intimidated by it. Yes. Like going and being like, no, they're going to judge me. Mm-hmm. They don't look like me. They mm-hmm. don't sound like right. me, you know. Mm-hmm. So that this is like where I want like, this is like an open space for you guys to talk about whatever you guys want to talk about. But I want to make it clear to to you guys to you youth our listeners that we're not like that <laughs> we're not no and honestly like i think especially like if you've grown up in church i think so many more people like i know many of my friends have felt the same way where they sit and they're like oh like it's just you know at church so many people are so judgmental this and that and let's keep it real some some people really are but there's also those people that are willing to love you for who you are you know mm-hmm. and that's what god is really about so, and yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with, well, being a young pastor, I don't feel yeah. I'm super young, but I think <laughs> I'm younger, younger than the average pastor. Yes. Um, that, that's something that I've, um, that I've really worked on these last four mm-hmm. years, guy, um, uh, legendary, is that for, for a lot of people, when they think church, a lot of people will take it back to maybe where they came from yes. um, or their childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, I think the leadership that was there then um, w- was doing their very best to give excellence with whatever they had. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that today it's it's a little different. Um, I think that's something that I've really tried to do is understand that things change with time. Yes. I mean, yeah. everything changes with time. We as people change with time. Right yes. now, we're, we're youth. Later on in life, we're a mom, a dad, we're, and, and eventually we, we become grandparents. And that's just, 
that's just the nature of life. You can look at it in, in as a flower, how it changes and, and homes right now they're new later on, they're old, right? So everything with time changes. Now it's important just to say this, uh, Rose and Brianna, God never changes. Yes. And I think that's super important that we keep that as foundation. Um, but yes, the way we, uh, do things the way we connect with people all of those things do change so mm -hmm. something that I've really tried to um, to bring in these last couple years is make sure that we're relevant mm -hmm. and I think yeah, that word really re relevant is very very important for church today when people go today yes they're going I, I always preach and I say, usually people don't go to church just because they like it. <laughs> they go to church based off of circumstances. Mm -hmm. yeah. They're probably going through something, mm -hmm. right? Um, so we want to make sure that when they get there, that church is relevant, that there's not only a word that, that that's going to encounter and God's going to encounter in their life, but that they feel at home. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's super important for today. And, and um, that's why most churches now that are relevant uh, have a powerful youth team, have cafes and have screens and have lights and all these things that before we would call religion, mm -hmm. right? Or we would say that's absolutely not, you okay. can't put that inside <laughs> yeah. of a church, right? Today it's relevant. And, and I think that we, we change with time and we try to strive for excellence, but it's very important that everybody out there that's hearing this word understands that God does not change. He is the same yesterday. He is the same today. And he will be, he will be the same God in the next generations to come. Yeah. Yes. Amen. I also feel like, um, like a big thing is like, I don't want to change. Like when people don't come or like they don't take it as seriously. They go sometimes once in a while to church. So in other words, they're not really open to change. They're not. Yeah. They're not open to change or they just feel like if they come to church, I mean, speaking from experience, mm -hmm. if I go to church, they're going to want me to change overnight. Mm. And I think we all have to remember that we're still a work in progress. Like no matter if you've been in church for like 30 years or three months, you know, we're still a work in progress. Um, I feel like also a lot of the youth are like I said, that you guys are we me, me. OK, <laughs> I'm not you guys, <laughs> me. I was very afraid because I did come back, come from like a really religious, you know, you got to wear a skirt. You got to do this. You got to do that. Coming to, you know, a palabra, I was like, oh, shoot, look, they're wearing jeans. Like, on oh, my God, stage. wait, no one wears skirts here. <laughs> yeah. I was like, they're wearing jeans on stage. How? But I just had that religious mindset and it took me. I'm not going to lie. It took me some months to get out of my religious mindset because. I was not used to that. Mm -hmm. I was taught, like, you have to wear a skirt to be up there. You have to diezmar to be up there. You have to do this and you have to do that. You have to do that. And honestly, it's, it, it's, how can I, I say I've it? come to realize, so, so the first part of what you said, I, I believe there's a word that nobody, there's a lot of people that misguided. It's called process. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The process and and that word is a big word because if you see the bible and you see jesus here on earth there was so many miracles that god did instantly mm -hmm. on the spot on the moment you are healed done delivered boom 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 right but there's one miracle that kind of stands out in the book of mark so mark the mark has 19 i believe miracles mm -hmm. that jesus did but one of them stands out to me and that's when he healed 
a blind man and it was not instant as a matter of fact the first time he touched him it, he didn't really even touch him he spit on him right mm -hmm. and he got he got eyesight yes but even then it wasn't instant because the man could still not see right mm -hmm. yeah now he could still see he just couldn't see right mm -hmm. so with that what, what really god was trying to do or what jesus was trying to do he still had to give him a little bit of focus and that was the second time when he touched him, right? Mm -hmm. The second time he didn't really give him eyesight, right? Yeah. He gave him eyesight the first time. That's why he said, I see men walking like trees. He could already see. But the second time he touched him, he focused his life. So w what I'm trying to get to is that maybe people like you, when you come into church and you're like, whoa, they're wearing jeans and mm -hmm. this, right? Mm -hmm. It's not bad to wear skirts or to have or to live your life um, I always tell people it's what God tells you to do. Yes. It's, it's, it's definitely a personal uh, decision mm -hmm. and it's a personal thing. I think that God speaks to people individually. So I, I respect people that say God wants me to wear skirts. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Wear skirts, right? Mm -hmm. Or God doesn't want me to put makeup on. Dale, that's you. Go <laughs> for it, right? You know, and, and we have to learn to love and respect that. But we also have to learn to respect that there's people that do wear pants and jeans. And, and a lot of people want to impose their personal beliefs yeah. and I think that that's where it becomes um, not godly when mm -hmm. when I want to tell you how God spoke to me yeah. or when I want to impose what I believe onto you and I believe that this is th there's got to be a personal relationship that God has to personally speak to yeah. you and you make the change according to whatever God makes you feel mm -hmm. so I never judge if people want to wear a uh, a dress or pants or 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 how people you know everybody's different yeah. and i think that that's so important pastor eli's word yesterday oh was, so gosh, it was so on point it was so on point it, it was. was fire because really we have to love people for who they are yes. not for what they do yeah and and i think that's so so important today yeah amen sorry i'm reading my notes as rose would say wow dope yeah. <laughs> crazy <laughs> cool um <laughs> Also, I was I was listening to a preaching and they were talking about what is Christianity, right? Mm -hmm. Because Christianity is not about just coming to church like most of us think. Like it's not just coming to church on Friday and Sunday or whenever, you mm -hmm. know, you go. And it's not about just being safe to go to heaven. Yeah. What would you guys say it Christianity is about? Okay, I'll take it away. Um, <laughs> I think Christianity, at least in my opinion, I think it's actually doing God's will, whether that be if you have like. But what is God's will? Well, that I think. Okay, I think the main one would definitely, which applies to everyone, is reaching as many lives as you can. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And actually, like talking to people about the gospel of God, because at the end of the day, that's what we were sent for. We were sent to reach you know, lives and make sure that they get saved. However, I do believe that everybody was put on this earth for a purpose, you know, and everybody individually has their own purpose that God has set them for. And I think that takes time for you to know what some people know it automatically, like that's my purpose. And other people take time and they just have to listen to God's, you know, voice. And at times your purpose can also shift, you know, at times you will fulfill it. And then that means you have something new coming in for life, you know? At least that's how so, so, so the world sees Christianity um, as a religion, right? Yeah. 
we have to start yes. off with that. What is a religion? Well, religion is a social, it's a social cultural system that's, that's designed by behaviors and practices, morals, mm-hmm. beliefs, worldviews, sanctified places, organizations. All these things are what people call religion, right? Yes. Now, what is a lot of people say Christianity is a religion. Well, mm-hmm. um, and, and I know, I know that I know where they're coming from, but Christianity in its essence, Christianity is living the life based off of the teachings of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's what Christianity and that's what we strive to do. Mm-hmm. We grab these teachings and the life of Jesus and we apply it to our life today. Yes. And it, and it shows us, so there's so so much depth and so much um so much learning that we can do off of these teachings and at the end of the day yes it's like rihanna said it's living your life based off of what god uh, has for us it's living our purpose it's Mm -hmm. reaching people the bible says go out to the whole world Mm -hmm. right and preach the gospel it's but but there's got there's more to it and a lot of people see it based off of religion i'll give you a little bit of what of what i feel christianity really is right Mm -hmm. because people see religion and we hear this thing where we've heard this where it says um, I, I don't, I don't have a religion. Yeah. You know, people say, Oh, I'm, I don't have a religion. I have a, a relationship. relationship. Yes. Right. <laughs> we hear this all. What we're really trying to get people to know is I, I'm not, I don't, it's not what I know. It's not what people say, but it's really what I live. Yes. Yeah. That's, That's more really, so a lifestyle. Absolutely. So when I say I'm Christian, it's more than what I know because mm-hmm. there's a lot of scholars out there that know a lot. Yes. Right? There's a lot of people that know a lot of Bible. They do. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that don't call themselves Christians that are probably more Bible savvy than a lot of us, right? Yeah. But the reality is God calls a Christian. The first time the word Christian was spoken, it was spoken in a city called Antioch. Mm-hmm. by the apostle paul right so we're blessed to say we're, yes we're, we're christian <laughs> we're from antioch right but the reality it's what i live and yes. i and and i love to and i and i want to say this religion sees people as an enemy mm-hmm. jesus sees sin as an enemy religion makes god the boss and us the employee jesus makes god the father and us the son okay. religion says only listen to attend and watch Christian things, right? Jesus says, look for the truth everywhere. Religion is fueled by fear and punishment. If you don't do this, you're going to hell. If you don't do that, you're going to get it this way, right? And and a lot of us grew up that way, right? Mm -hmm. But Jesus is fueled by love and by mercy. Religion is safe and practical. This is what I believe in. This is where I'm going. The reality is that Jesus is radical and unpredictable yes. he doesn't do things our way he goes beyond religious says if you follow god he's gonna bless your life jesus says if you follow god he will give you life religion says come to church and serve <laughs> jesus says go to the world and serve yes. right so when we understand the concept of who we are and why we are what we are we understand that it's not based off of religion, but it really is based off of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and when we have that relationship with God, I sound like a broken record, but you want to tell everybody yeah. like people are like, Rose, all you do is talk about God. 
well why wouldn't i if i see like a good sale or if yeah. i tell if i know that starbucks if i got like, a bargain i'm yeah. gonna talk about or it or if like i see starbucks is like buy one get one free i'm gonna even put it on my stories right. so why not share the best news you know yeah but a lot of us get scared and shy or like we feel like we're not enough like we're not there yet to talk mm-hmm. about god mm-hmm. but i want everybody to know that just us talking about it like god saved us to set others free mm-hmm. you know and not telling people that's being self like some way selfish mm-hmm. because our story can help somebody out to come even to church you know if coming to church doesn't save you of course we all know that but like coming to church and maybe they can find hope in god that day and they're like feeling horrible and they go in and they're like dang you know what rose thank you yeah because okay true story okay my neighbors are moving right to guam no <laughs> to guam <laughs> story behind guam they're not going to israel right now no right? no Nobody know there's okay no my neighbors She's like, no, Palestine. <laughs> sorry you cut that out i'm gonna get canceled no my my neighbors are moving but about a year ago like no, two years ago when I first moved, I was like, I feel like God is telling me to go talk to the girl, to the to the wife. She looked depressed. She had just had a baby. Aww. And I had it in my heart for so long. Like, go talk to her. Go talk to her. But of course, me being me, I'm like, no, God, why would you use me? Like, I don't know how to talk. <laughs> right brianna no, you do, do know I how to talk know? you just get very nervous i call brianna for everything i'm like how do i say this i'm like i'll type it just send it yeah just say it yeah so i did i never went to go talk to them ever but it was always in my heart or like at least to leave a little gift in the door Aww. but i never did and about two weeks ago she left her husband and she was packing up all her stuff and then and you're just like watching now you i feel so guilty because i'm like what if I would have gone and just spoke to her and possibly helped and gave a little bit of hope and she probably would have stayed and they're not selling their house anymore. But I feel yeah. like it's like my fault now. Like I should have said something. Have mm. you guys ever felt Absolutely. that way? Absolutely. I think that, yeah. that we're all imperfect. Yeah. And, and I think that's even pastor Ruben is declaring, I am imperfect. <laughs> I, you hear it. I first struggle. Time. Right. So if I struggle for sure, legendary that's hearing me out there, it's okay to struggle. Oh, yeah. Right? We all struggle and we Best all come from, <laughs> right? And we all have history mm-hmm. and we all have bad days and we all have had pain in our life. And, and, and I love, I, I, this morning I was really blessed because you guys know I couldn't make it to church yesterday because I was preaching oh, in San right. Rafael. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, this morning I heard all of the preaching from yesterday from <laughs> Eli. And I love the fact that we can still come to God in perfect. Yes. And when we understand that, then we can go talk to somebody, even though we're imperfect, we can talk to other people about, about our God, right? Mm-hmm. And, and say, God is doing this for me. I'm not all there yet, but he's working in me. Yeah, yeah. man, that's like a big one. I think we all need work to work in progress. Yeah. I think you should go to the husband and say, where did she move to? Because I got to go talk I to know. her. <laughs> Before we know it, Rose is like knock. living in Guam. <laughs> I need Starbucks. And you know what? And you know what? It it doesn't take a lot of Bible to -hmm. talk to people. I think that's that's, so true. I think a lot of young people are scared to talk to people because they feel like you need to have all the facts right and straight. Yeah. Like, what if I say like, you know, uh, I don't know. Instead of David killed Goliath, what if I say Moses killed Goliath, (laughs) right, or something like that? And I'm all. But the reality is that sometimes 
you don't even have to talk much Bible. Yeah. You just have to make that connection with the person, honestly. And at times, some people, oh, Sarah said it last episode, where at times, like, the person just needs you in the sense of, like, they just need you to hear them out. They just need you to kind of show them support and just show them love, which is, like, you know, something that God did all the or does for us all the time. He's just there with us and, like, listening to us and, like, just supporting us throughout the way, you know? That's why, honestly, I love Palabra de Dios. Like, I love church we so love much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because, it honestly, it feels like a family. Like, I've always said that, like, once I came in, not not just because you guys are family, but I feel like when I came in, it was like open arms, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and that's what I really love. There was like no judgment, open arms. And, and, yeah. and, we, and we try to and I think that's kind of our, our heart is that we are a family, Rose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important because a lot of people go to church, but they don't know anybody. They walk in, walk yes. out. We want people to feel loved. But at the same time, I think that's something that we are doing and that's super close to my heart now. You guys know me. I started church years ago. So I got some old school in me. I'm not all new school, right? <laughs> okay, so and that's okay. So I, I like to make sure that I cater to those people as well. We don't want to be so one-dimensional church where we lose people because because we don't we don't cater to them mm-hmm. in, in some kind of way. Now mm-hmm. we're not gonna cater that we're not gonna lose our purpose and our focus as a church, but we are going to make sure that everybody gets theirs, right? And yes. I think that yes, the new school music is amazing, but let's go some old yes. school, right? I, love I support that. You know, you guys. And, and, and and what that does really is it makes people feel like okay this may today might not be my style but i know that next week will be my style you know and and i think that i think that brings us together and and i think that we we can all have different uh different likings of music and preachings and who's ministers and who but at the end of the day we're one big family Mm -hmm. and i think that's so important for today yeah for sure i agree i think unity is like key and that's what we well you guys have we have (laughs) Now, I will say this. A lot of say, oh, he, I've heard, I've heard, right? And this is for you guys, legendary. <laughs> They're too religious, or she's too religious, or that hermanita over there still, right? <laughs> not the hermanita. Yeah, I'm not going to say names, right? But the reality is that we're all on a different journey. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we have to understand. Something that, um, that concerned me a little bit, I'll share this with you guys. I've never shared it, so I'm going to share it for the first time here on the podcast. Uh, I heard somebody say, there was a young a young person that doesn't come to Palabra, and um, and she said, "Oh, it's religious." So we said, "Wait oh. a minute, Palabra de Dios is religious." I'm confused. <laughs> is Palabra de Dios religious? She said, "No, my mom is religious." Oh. And I said, "Well, then your mom is stopping you from coming to a church, mm-hmm. but it's not." the church it's sometimes the parents that could be religious yeah. and some legendaries out there probably hear me and they're like yeah my mom and dad are way too mm-hmm. religious right it's okay sometimes god is working in their life mm-hmm. and you just have to understand that at the end of the day when you say too religious really really means is that your parents want the best for you yeah. they really <laughs> want god in your yeah. life right maybe the way they're they're putting it out there it's a little bit harsh yes <laughs> but that's okay <laughs> That's who God chose to be, your mom and your dad. <laughs> exactly, and there's a reason behind it. Yeah. What was me. that Bible verse? Honor your mother, the first. Yeah, yes. honor your father and your mother. And you will have a Amen. long life. So and I think, I think this is important because a lot of, I have talked to youth and they're like, it's because my mom, it's because my dad, it's because, you know what, just We're not yourself. saying disobey your parents, by the way. No. <laughs> Wait, time, I was like, we're not saying that, okay? 
No, what we're saying is honor your mother and your father yes. and love God with all your heart. Yes. And God will bring whatever needs to be changed into yes. your household. Mm-hmm. And then also, when you have a relationship with God, which I can testify because mm-hmm. my husband wasn't Christian and the way that I lived my life before Christ was different than I did when after Christ. Mm-hmm. So when he would see how I was, that was like a walking testimony right there. Like, oh, man, like she's not judging me because I'm drinking a beer. Oh, yeah. she's still nice to me after. <laughs> she's still nice. <laughs> like one thing that really hit me when we had Alex and Marlene on the podcast, when mm-hmm. he was like, man, I would do bad things to her. And the next morning she would still wake up and make me lunch. And that's, that's commitment, y'all. <laughs> I know, right? But no, that hit me because I'm like, dang, that's like that's that's like God right there. Yeah. Because after a whole day of sinning, after a whole day of being out of God's will, the next morning we still have mercy. Like mm-hmm. God still wakes up and makes us breakfast, you know? Like it's it's just I don't know, guys. Give your mom and your dad mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But I think that um that's absolutely that's that's yeah no that's kind of what god does Mm -hmm. and if you see it if you think about it now in the jesus life that's exactly what jesus did yeah by going to the cross for us yeah that's exactly what he did he was spit at he was thorns he was hurt um but yet he still died on a cross and he would have done it for one person Mm -hmm. yes we say oh he did it for the world well he would have done it for brianna or he or for rose Mm -hmm. or for ruben he would have done it for one so i think legends that are hearing us it's important that you understand that everything is a process but even when you have a bad moment or a Mm -hmm. bad day you got to make sure that you always give god glory because one bad day doesn't mean that your whole world is upside down no you know it's not your world is not upside down and uh, sometimes god allows bad things to happen to us it's not always the enemy sometimes the lord will put you in that you know position because if if he didn't he wouldn't test your faith Mm -hmm. and how did how is faith tested faith test faith is tested in the hard moments of life that's so true um what what would you i know that i'm gonna put you like in the hot spot but like what would you say that your vision your mission for palabra de dios is I know I didn't ask you this before. That. So, so you guys sorry. hear me a lot. You guys hear me a lot when I say and the church and I, I repeat this a lot. I say the Lord has planted us. Mm-hmm. The Lord will make us grow and all the fruit will be for his glory. That was prophetic. That was spoken by uh, by my mom prophetically one mm-hmm. night and uh, at the church. And I took that word and I made it really mine. Um, but yes, the Lord has uh, the Lord has given us a a clear vision and understanding. So you guys know I took over four years ago. It was not easy. Um, I, I, I really did not want to be a pastor. Um, the people that know me closely know that I was, a, I loved worship. Yes. I was a worship pastor. He was always on the keys. You guys. I was always on the keys, putting, <laughs> spitting on my fingers and making those keys roll. Right. That was for you guys, the worship team. That was for you guys. Um, but, but the reality is that that's where my heart was. And, Sometimes you get in that comfort zone and you feel like if they would have told me six, seven years ago, what's your dream? I would have said to travel the world and play music for mm-hmm. concerts and fill stadiums. And, and that was really what, what God, that's really what I thought God wanted for my life, right? But yet deep inside, I knew that God, um, God had something different. Yeah. And um, four years ago, I made this huge decision 
and it was totally God. And one day I'll come to the podcast and yes. kind of share the testimony, right, of, oh, of what yes. God did. Because the reality is that I would have never chosen to be a pastor. You know, at the time, Palabra de Dios um, was not the strongest church out there. And people know this. Four years ago, we were not the strongest. Uh, we were still growing. It's a 30-year-old church. So you guys could only imagine I took over a 30-year-old church, so the culture that was set for 30 years, since 1989, there was a culture that was set, and it was not the culture that I wanted for a church. Mm -hmm. It was actually not the culture that, that, I, that I was enjoying. So the last two years before I became pastor, I was having conversations with my wife, like, babe, should we pick up and go? Dang, your own, your uh, own dad. Yes, <laughs> I'm being. Yes, my own dad, and I've your shared dad, this with my family. family. Like we would sit around the table with my with my three <laughs> sisters and my brother, and we would say, "Where are we going? Like, what are we doing?" Yeah. You know, we were frustrated. Our children were, were growing. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to see more, and it wasn't that my dad couldn't give more. It was that there's moments in your life where you get to where God wants you. And we have to understand that, that not that not that God cannot continue to use him. No, God's still using my dad and he's still yeah. right. But there's moments in life where God wants to transition. You yes. can see it in the Bible, you know, with Elijah and Elijah. Mm -hmm. And you can see it in the Bible with Moses and Joshua. And you can see it in the Bible with with uh, when Samuel goes and he's crying over Saul. And and the Lord says, yeah. stop crying over Saul, Samuel. I have another guy. And he goes and he anoints David. And you see it over and over. So. I think that there's moments in your life so that, that, that just change your game. And four years ago, I had one of those moments, and it was in the most rarest of places. It was Taqueria La Salsa on I Somersville Road. Right? Have you ever been there? No, I haven't. No. Yeah, I got to go get some tacos at Taqueria Salsa. That's a free th Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. But, but the okay. reality is that's where God chose to, to, to really make it. And it, it wasn't by a church member. It wasn't mm -hmm. by a family. It wasn't. It was somebody that didn't know me, somebody that had a prophetic word over my life when I had just asked God wow. that if I really was the next pastor of Palabra, I said, God, I want you to tell me. I don't want anybody else to tell me. Yeah. I need you to tell me because the reality was that at the time I had a great job. I was blessed. I, people that know me know that I was on vacation every three yes. months. <laughs> I was always out and about. Yeah. I loved Vallarta and Cancun, right? I was doing my thing. That's the truth. So... I knew that by stepping into a pastoral role, I was going to demand excellence. Before I demanded excellence from anybody else, mm -hmm. I was going to demand excellence from, from yourself. me. Right? For mm -hmm. me. Second of all, and this is where this is really what I want to touch on. I knew that I had the hardest job in front of me. And I want you guys to hear me. The hardest job was not to preach. Preaching, yes, it could be difficult, but when you're gifted, you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. It was not to sing or play, because <laughs> I had been doing that since the age of eight. It was not to stand in front of people and let them look at me. I could sit there and look at them because I'm so used to it now. <laughs> yeah. right? I'm kind of used to it now. The hardest thing was to change the culture. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that was my biggest fear going in was, Lord, what if these people don't accept me for what, for what you're telling me to do because God will choose you 
but then God will place an assignment on you. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have to fulfill his assignment. And if you don't fulfill his assignment, then God will push you away mm-hmm. and will bring somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's the way God works. And you yeah. can see it throughout the scripture. So you have to make sure that you fulfill the assignment. So I remember the first time I started dimming lights and I remember the first time I started putting up <laughs> colored lights. And I remember the first time that we started changing worship songs. And, and people that are hearing this podcast and know what I'm talking about. It was a struggle because yeah. a lot of people walked out. As a matter of fact, the day that I took pastorship, yes. families walked out on me. Wow. And, and it was the first time where I was like, uh, what's going on? Right. But the Lord will allow you to, to get hurt. And you grow from it and you build from it. And I can honestly say that I'm so proud, not of myself. I'm proud of Palabra de Dios. I'm proud of legendary movement. I'm proud of all the people that have been there in the good times, but also in the bad times. And I can, for, for the first time, I can actually say God has changed the culture and we are now walking on the path of destiny and purpose. Mm-hmm. So something that I wanted to like Loki touch upon that he like mentioned was the fact that when he first took over like being a pastor originally he was just kind of like nah i'm good where i'm at like Mm -hmm. i'm good at the keys i'm good with worship and stuff like that and so many of us just get comfortable with our ministries so many of us just sit there and we're like nah i'm good you know like or some of us are just scared to go out there and be like okay maybe like god is telling me to do something else and actually listen to his voice and i'm just saying like if you're young and you are scared to like change or transition into whatever god is calling you to do do it like do not disobey him like just do it you know like it's not going to be easy like pastor said himself like it's not going to be easy but you have to do it you know at the end of the day just had to say that okay bye (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's scary it's hella scary like i i know i wanted to do the podcast for like a year oh my god you guys (laughs) rose (laughs) but (laughs) brianna will tell you she's like the number one person that knows i try to cancel every single every week she does like i'm not gonna know you guys it's so (laughs) honestly like i genuinely believe Hear me out. I genuinely believe the reason why um, I roses in my life is to teach me patience. Cause <laughs> Lord, oh Lord, may I just say? <laughs> sometimes I'm like, oh my God, okay, bye. No, but honestly, it's been a process with Rose. No, like no shade. Like genuinely, yeah. I do love you. But yeah, no. Um, I'm a work I'm, in progress. Okay? No, y- we all are. <laughs> like we really all are. <laughs> Even pastor is. Yeah. yeah. No. And I just want to remind you, there are lessons and losses. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes people are scared to try something because mm-hmm. they're going to lose or they feel as they're going to lose. Yes. or They feel like they're not good enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's lessons and losses. And so even though you might not be as good or perfect the first time, that doesn't mean God is not pulling you to that you know, yes. to that area or, yeah. or, or that way. So continue to strive, try new things out. You know, if you fail the first time or if it's it doesn't okay. go, it's okay. Continue. You're not going to die. No, I'm continue Brianna, I want to, I'm like, I don't know if I can make it. She's like, you can make it. <laughs> I'll pick you up. And now, yeah, and now, I always sit there and I'm like, okay, if you can't make it, I'll pick you up. I'll take your kids yeah. with me. I'm I don't like, care, no. but we're going. Yes, yes. And this podcast is blessing so many lives as well. Yes. So many is. legends out there listening to it. Yeah, if you guys are listening, please comment on our stuff because <laughs> we don't we don't hear from you guys. Um, so overall, with like the vision of church, how does legendary imply with the whole palabra de Dios? Because some people say that Fridays are a little bit different than Sundays. That's mm-hmm. why they don't go. Yeah, so we did that intentionally. That's actually intentional. 
um, we, we want to make sure that we cater to everybody. Mm -hmm. So if you notice, our normal Wednesday services are usually all Spanish, I right? I love Wednesdays. And, uh, Wednesdays we, are dope. I love Wednesdays. We try to do all. The first service is basically first Wednesday, and it's mm -hmm. Juvilo Wednesday. And we attract the They're people that so are going to cool. jump and praise. And, <laughs> like me. And trumpets. Yeah, exactly. Like us. <laughs> and, then, and then we have men's, women's, and children. Our Friday services are intentionally all English. Yeah. And it's funny how God works because initially we said legendary youth. And now we've changed it to legendary movement. Mm -hmm. And the way we, the reason we've changed it to legendary movement is because we've seen that there's so many, not only youth, but young couples mm -hmm. and young people mm -hmm. and that are in their 20s and early 30s that also yeah. want to connect. And not everybody's going to connect with with certain with damas or caballeros yeah. or youth so or we want people to connect where they feel comfortable yeah you know and and also the english language like i can honestly say my children are more english fluent or yes, understand yeah. or understand english more than spanish which is not bad so if you can go on a on a on a friday and be filled and and fed by the pastors and the leadership of legendary movement that is awesome and, and i think that so Sundays were very strategic, but I definitely want all of Legendary to show up yes, and show out yes, on Sundays. Yes. So right now we're we're making this transition. We're talking about, and we're talking about trying to make Sundays with the same intensity and the same move as Fridays. Mm -hmm. We don't want it to feel so churchy, and and so we want people to feel more free. And that's kind of that's kind of what we're striving is, and uh, we need more youth out there. We do. <laughs> Sorry, Please. that's so aggressive. Like, <laughs> there's so many people on Fridays because I show up on Friday, and and I feel like a lot of these people that are hearing us probably like, oh, I'm not. Where am I? I shouldn't be working yet. I'm too. No, help no. out. We yeah. need people um, at the door. We have cafe. We have the door. Which is Fine. the green time, uh, green time, green team. We have social media. Go ahead, join us. We yes, we're creating media, an amazing like, team yes. for the media department. Yeah. Um, Come help us. <laughs> we have we have video production coming in, That's which is awesome. going to be amazing, right? It's yeah. going to help us get to another level. We have an amazing worship experience. Now, here's the crazy part. We have a church in San Rafael that needs Man. all the That's same right. keys, right? Yeah. So God is just expanding. Now, the question that you pose right now is, where do I see... I will be honest with you. Everything is kicked off right now. The move of the God starts with legendary movement. Mm -hmm. yeah. Legendary movement is our strength. And I will always say this. Our young people are our strength. We have the older people, right? <laughs> we call the older generation. They're great counselors. <laughs> and they're great people that can give great advice to us of how to do things. There are there are pillow to cry on. I have a pillow. It's my parents, right? They mm -hmm. were pastors. So we all have a heart. But I always I always talk about about uh, uh, making sure that destiny is tied in with uh, with 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 the people that are going to help you get there. Right. Yeah. And I think that's that's so important is that we understand that. Yes, we are destiny. Yes, we are walking and we are the powerhouse of the church. We are the strength of the house. But we need legacy mm -hmm. yeah. and legacy has to be tied in with destiny. Mm -hmm. And I think when you have a strong legacy group that are the people that have been there and have done it and have experience and can lift up. But you also have the destiny group, which is the runners and the strength and the youth and the new. When you have those two combined uh, as an alliance, man, we can get we can take over Antioch, California. Yes, I yes. agree. Yeah. And I think that. Well, what, what, what Eli said on Sunday about serving, like going back to serving, 
man i i honestly think like legends if you guys are hearing me <laughs> i think serving for me has kept me going yeah because i second that for you yeah like serving for me has kept me going has not made me stop my relationship with god not only that but i feel like it's also helped my kids like my kids are like mom i want to play the guitar ask mm-hmm. gabby to show me the guitar oh i know i'm friendly yeah. she's so cute <laughs> and then my son's like mom i want to play the drums i want to do this i want to serve i want to go hold signs and like back at my old church mm-hmm. <laughs> i couldn't serve until i was baptized until i was married um and until i fully congregated myself and that stopped me a lot because i felt like that was a lot of um it was just a lot. A lot to adjust to, especially if you're new. Because it's yeah. like, okay, well, now I need to do this. Now oh, I need not to, only that, I mean? but I also had to be a smart and I also had to look a certain way. So I felt like that was a lot. I was like, oh, my yeah. gosh. But when I came here, they're like, serve. Do whatever you want. And I pick signs. I love signs. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have a right on Sunday to do signs. But I love. Girl, I'm there at 845 a.m. You can come you with up. me, okay? I love oh, signs. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> me, Joe, and Mo will be like there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't do signs, you guys. You will never see me doing signs, but I'm for surely what? in the cafe. I love signs. I have a little, um, a little, what is that called? Boombox, a little yeah. radio. <laughs> you will see me dancando and being like, welcome. Hi. And, and that's really what we're trying to do, Rose. And, yeah. and you're right. The moment, because we've all had moments where we want to quit. Come on. Yeah. Let's oh, keep it real. Brianna. Right? Let's keep it real. <laughs> Brianna and Rose just looked at each other. They gave themselves the eyes right now. Okay. So many we, times. We've all passed. But you know Every what? Other month. Let me, let's keep it real here because we're on podcast, right? Yeah. Let's keep it real. Pastors wanted to quit. Yeah. yeah I believe it. I would like, too. But you know what pushes me? Knowing that, knowing that I got to preach. Yeah. Knowing that I got to sing, yeah. knowing that I got to continue to serve, knowing that there's people that are looking and waiting for me. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. people that need me out there. Yeah. And, and, and that just goes to show that God is bigger than our problem and our yeah. situation. And sometimes we want to quit. And I've, I've always shared this with the worship team back when I was a worship leader. People would come in and be like, hey, I can't sing today. Why can't you sing today? Because I'm pissed at my wife. <laughs> right? And I'd be That's like, tough. well, you could be pissed at your wife. Just don't be pissed at God. Right? You're singing to God. You're not singing to your <laughs> wife. Right? And, and, I, and I would say this. And yeah, you know. But the reality is that sometimes we lose focus of who we're doing it for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we let our current situation, our, our matrimony, or our, our bad moment, or mm-hmm. whatever, dictate the way we worship God. 100%. And that is not what God expects. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, God expects the total opposite. The Bible says to give him your best worship mm-hmm. in the middle of your affliction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and that's, that's hard. when it's real. That's it is hard. hard. Uh, recently, I had like I was in a mood and I was like, you know what? I don't really want to go. I told my husband, I was like, babe, I don't want to go to church. And he looked at me like, get up. It was like 940. And he was like, get up, get ready. We're going. I don't care what you say. And then I was like, oh. Darn it, God. Why did I tell you to make him a man of God? (laughs) (laughs) Like, Why did I pray for this? (laughs) Yeah, I was like, why did I pray for this? No, but I was like, all right, whatever. So I got up. It was hard. It was hard to get there. It was hard standing there. And I honestly, I was like with a face, like a stank face. And I wasn't even clapping or raising my hands or praying or anything. And that's when God spoke to me like, are you seriously going to be this stubborn? When I did nothing to you but answer your prayers, look Ooh. at your husband. And I turned to him, and he's worshiping. <laughs> you're just like, and I'm man. like, you know what, God, you're right. Like I'm just being a stubborn little br- little brat, and 
I can't do that. I have to worship in the middle of anything of mm-hmm. my storm, even if I feel like sad, even if I, things are going bad, things are going good. I'm going to worship. So that's when I, oh, my gosh, I broke down. You know, what's weird? I could not well, stop. I'm just going to say, you know, what's you know what the craziest part about this is? It's when you don't want to worship and you get confronted by God. That's when you feel God the most. Oh my yeah. gosh! It was you know, that so you feel so guilty too. You feel so bad. You're like, oh damn. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You're like, if oh. I wouldn't have came, I wouldn't have felt this. Yes. <laughs> if it w- it was that day that you were, well, of course, you always preach, but you were preaching. I could not stop crying. It was like he was like, hola palabra de Dios, and I was like, <laughs> he's like, we're gonna pick up the ofrendas and diezmos. I was hella crying. I could not stop crying. <laughs> I was like, what is wrong with me? Even my, my, my son was like, you're like Gigi. You're crying for oh. everything. And I'm like, I don't know. It's God, guys. I love that. But yeah. Yeah. I was just, even Jane was like, are you sure you're okay? And I'm like, yes, girl. Like, Did Pep do something? No, it's Jesus. Yeah. I'm like, girl, no, I'm fine. But I, I love feeling, I love feeling God. I love it. And then just, also, that's one thing that I remembered right now. I was going to talk about this in the last podcast, but you know how God, when you first feel God, you feel him everywhere or you yeah. feel him like, like or he does like a your, big thing. Your first initial like encounter with God. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very present. Yeah. And you feel him and you're like, that for sure was God. Like, mm-hmm. I know that was God. Yeah. No doubt. And then you just feel like that was like the biggest moment of your life. Mm hmm. And then you keep on going like a couple months, couple years, and you're like, God, I want to feel you. God, mm-hmm. I want to feel you. Yeah. And you don't feel that exact same thing, so you feel like God is not speaking to yeah. you. Yes. Yeah, I've been struggling with that. <laughs> That's okay. That's good. That's good because you know what that does? That actually pushes you to want to feel that exact yeah. Yeah. moment It creates again. more hunger in you to like get closer to God. Yeah. 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 And, and God uses that. Mm-hmm. God uses that. I preached uh, a couple months ago, but I preached on – um, certain things that God doesn't take from me. Or there's mm-hmm. things that were like, Lord, take my character. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it bugs me. And sometimes God, I could feel like God is looking down saying, no, I need to put that character in you because yes. if it wasn't for that bad character, it, it wouldn't push you to look for me and Ooh. ask yeah. God, right? So sometimes we ask God to take things away that God purposely put in our life mm-hmm. to make us push more and look for him more. So I think that those moments that we do feel God and we feel it in a way that like it's like the most amazing mm-hmm. thing. And then you don't feel it the same way. You're like, okay, God, are you testing me? Yeah. What mm-hmm. are you doing? But the reality is that it pushes you because it, it's like you were, it's like God says, you know who I am. You already kn- have felt my yeah. presence. And when you feel God's presence, you can't go back. Never. You ever. can't because you felt God. God has You've had him. You've had a personal encounter. feeling yeah. encounter with God. I, I always share this: people that go back, I feel like many times they've never encountered the true oh, power of God. Oh, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Because if you encounter the true presence of God, it's really hard to go back. Man, yeah, yeah. for sure. There's been times where I'm like, "All right, bye, God," but nope. <laughs> Because then you have annoying people like me, so it was good. <laughs> and you know what, Rose? A lot of times, and I just want to say this for all the legends out there, a lot of times we want to experience God in a church. Yeah. That's so yeah. true. Yes. And that's because it. you feel the presence of God the first time, the first mm-hmm. love that we call right in church. But sometimes God wants to encounter you in your bedroom. 
Sometimes God wants to encounter you at work or in your car. So I think Definitely that in the car. I think that it's so important that we shower. understand that it's yeah, it's not always yeah. at church. At church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really isn't. Yeah, for sure. I know that one time I was um I think that's when one of the times that God spoke to me, I was in the shower and I was sobbing. And I in the car. Oh, did I tell you that? No, I didn't tell you that. So there was this one time I was driving and I was like deep in worship <laughs> driving and I was going to Target and it was already about <laughs> like Target. I love Target. Four or five PM and the sun was right in my face and I was like Ugh, I hate this sun. I, the sun is so damn annoying. Dang. And I was putting my hand over my, my eyes or whatever. Well, I wasn't blinding myself, but yeah. I was trying to block out the sun. And then God spoke to me like right there. And then it was like, you are just like the Israelites. You are ungrateful. I put the sun there and that is a gift. Just like the manna falling from the sky was a gift and they were annoyed. They wanted mm-hmm. meat. He's like, you are annoyed of the sun that I put there. Oh my, I had to pull over because I was sobbing. I was like, God, you, oh my gosh. I'm like, wow, God, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I take it back. I love I the sun. I take it back. Tan me I remember, now. Yeah, no, I, it, you took me back to when I was like 15, 16, <laughs> and my dad would be driving. I was in the back seat, and he starts speaking <laughs> tongues and crying. <laughs> and, and I'd be in the back, and I'd look at all the cars drive by and look over, <laughs> and they would stare at my dad, and my dad was just speaking tongues, <laughs> and lifting up that. his hands, and I'm like, oh, that guy thinks I'm weird. weird I love weird. that. I, I want to be like that so bad. I, I, I've had one experience with speaking in tongues, only one. And a lot of people like uh, when your dad was on on the podcast, we were talking about how people think that you're not Holy Spirit filled when you don't, you don't speak t- in yeah. tongues. What do you think about that? Oh, do you? You, th- you could be spirit filled. So, so tongues is a gift. Yeah, it's, it's a gift by God. I think Pastor might. I heard that podcast. Mm-hmm. He kind of explained it. Um, I think that, yes, it's beautiful to speak in tongues and to have that gift from God. And if you desire it, the Bible says if you desire to ask for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so important that that we do ask for it because it's a beautiful thing. But is it going to uh, is it an obstacle to get you to heaven? Absolutely not. You know, I know a lot of people that love God with all their heart and serve God with all their heart and don't speak tongues. So um, I'm a little different. I, I do speak tongues, but when you hear me speak tongues, I'm usually like in the spirit. Like yeah. I'm like super, like I'm filled at that moment and I feel the anointing of God over my life and suddenly they'll just start to come out. Mm-hmm. But am I the guy that's going to stand on a corner and speak tongues and just, you know, <laughs> or, or just it's, I'm not that, I'm not that guy. And it's, it's not, it's not bad. I mean, I feel like God, God will give different people, different things. Right. Yes. But I feel that if it's a, if it's a desire in your heart, definitely ask God to give you that gift because it's a beautiful gift. It, it really is that time. Oh, I was in worship at church. And that's the day that I felt like there was a demon in church when all that went down. And I felt I felt like it was the bird. Y'all. I felt too strong. <laughs> I felt too strong in my heart. You know, you know, <laughs> I felt too strong in my heart. And then I started to pray and, and I looked up and God was like, pray for Reuben. So I started praying for, for you. And then you, who went up? Eli. Mm-hmm. Eli said something at the end. I was like, oh my gosh, God really spoke to me. and God really <laughs> used me. So I felt very special. <laughs> I love that for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any, any last words, guys? So we can Anything wrap it all up. My last, my last comment to Legendary Movement and all the people listening to this podcast is, 
the best is yet to come. Mm-hmm. Guys, more than ever, I um, I want to really just let you guys know, let everybody know, all our people that are hearing that this 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 season that God is bringing us into is an amazing season. It, it's not about a pastor, and it's not about the youth pastor or 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 what we can what we can achieve or it's really about the move of God. And I believe Rose and Brianna that God is going to begin to move in a mighty way. Yes. And uh, he's going to begin to to use these podcasts and and all the different tools and elements that God is bringing to really get palabra de Dios um, out there and and yeah. make sure that people are saved through what's going on mm-hmm. and and we want people to see what God is doing in our house, you know. It's not very often that that, that God is doing what he's doing. We were able to give 48,000 boxes of food in the lowest moment of, of history yeah. of, of the United States, right? Um, and that just goes to show that revival started last year. Yeah. Revival yeah. of Palabra de Dios started in the hardest moment. And I believe 2021 will be a year that God is preparing the table. This year, God is preparing a table and... It's about to go crazy. We're about <laughs> yeah. to have a party. About We're it. about to see things that we've never seen before. Yes. And I believe that this year is a setup for next year. But I believe that revival has started. And I want to just let all of Legendary out there, everybody that's listening to this podcast, connect yourself. Yes. Connect yes. yourself wherever, even if it's holding a sign, if it's speaking yeah. out, if it's preaching, if it's ministering, if it's music. I mean, even if it's a prayer team, a deliverance yes. team, if there's so many areas in ministry and in church that you can be used. Mm-hmm. And if you say, well, I don't know where I fit. Come talk to us. Yeah. Come talk we'll to figure it out. Yes. Talk <laughs> to Brianna. Talk to Rose. Come talk yeah. to me. I'll lead you wherever. And I just want as many people connected and serving. And I think that that's one big key is to serve. You don't have to be perfect to serve. You just have to, you just have, to have a heart of Jesus yes. to serve. So um, I, I'm so inspired by what you guys are doing. And I do want to say really quick, I want to give a big old shout out to Brianna and Rose for this podcast. You guys are doing Yay. amazing things. Thank Love you. y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Any struggles. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> mean. Okay. So um, back to legendary youth nights are on Fridays at 7.30 p.m. We have Wednesday services obviously on Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. We have Sunday services at 10.30 a.m. Um, we have Fuel Nights at 7 p.m. on Tuesdays. Um, am I missing something? I don't know, but if she is, we're going to have this all on Instagram. Yes. Um, so this is all at 501 Auto Center Drive in Enyaq, California, 94509. Um, we also have camp coming up in August. And our last episode of this season is next week. Okay. So do you want to give them the details? Yeah, guys. We're going to be live. Okay. The first time Suddenly, ever. I'm not showing up. <laughs> Suddenly, I'm pulling a rose and I'm not showing For up. For the first time. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> for the first time ever we're gonna be live on instagram um we're gonna at a le- a legendary youth at, official yeah at legendary youth official we're gonna be live next monday um we're gonna post details on like the time and stuff yeah. but we're gonna be live and then we're gonna have of course the recording on f- thursdays mm-hmm. but you guys don't want to miss this we're gonna be talking about all things camp everybody's experience with camp uh you're gonna see a lot of uh people yes. <laughs> a lot of familiar faces there you go yes there we go um so yeah guys you don't want to miss it um oh wait pastor ruben where can they find you there we go 
We were, were missing something. They can find <laughs> He's me. like, hold on, let me get my <laughs> He's phone. He's like, I <laughs> knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is my moment. <laughs> no, they can find me at 501 Auto Center Drive. <laughs> That's so true. Every Wednesday and Sunday. <laughs> Fridays. Uh, and Fridays, yes. Occasionally. <laughs> um, I'm at R Herrera Official. That's my mm-hmm. personal um, Instagram. Instagram. Yes. Um, and then I also have, we have the churches, which I believe um, most people have it. Yeah. Um, and that's the palabra, palabra underscore. Y- yes. Palabra de underscore. de underscore Dios underscore CC. <laughs> palabra de Dios. All underscore. They can find the church there. Um, and yeah, absolutely. We're, we're moving. We're connected. We're with legendary uh, movement connected. So I know that God is we're one big family and we're doing great things for Jesus. Yes. In regards to serving, sorry, um, please do connect. Um, I know Overflow Cafe is looking for more people to help. Um, the greeting team is always helping. I mean, always looking for helpers. Um, we're always looking for helpers. Yeah, social yeah, media. If yeah. you guys want to connect to <laughs> or just help out. Yeah, to be part of the team. Talk to us. Send us a DM. You can text us at 925-272-4434. Whether it be questions about social media or whatever it is, um, we're here to talk. (laughs) Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. See you guys. Literally, see you guys next (laughs) Monday. (laughs) We'll see you on Monday, and we will talk to you on Thursday. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye. -bye. (laughs)